Hello and welcome to the Music Breakdown. Music is like magic. Listening to just a few bars can evoke complex feelings of nostalgia, or get you to subconsciously sway or tap your feet, or transport you to a different geography or time, or make you cry and give you goosebumps. I'm not talking about the lyrics here, just the tune itself. Every song has unique musical characteristics that magically evoke certain feelings in the listener and define the piece. For example, Pocklebell's Canon in D might make you feel wistful or sad. Ed Sheeran's Perfect might give feelings of happiness and love, memories of something you did with a loved one. The question then is, how do composers magically weave these images and feelings into their music? In my podcast, The Music Breakdown, I want to demystify music. The nature of a song, how it makes you feel, how it sounds, can be better understood by breaking a song into its musical elements. Whether it's a choral composition from the Baroque era, or a rock hit from the 1980s, a song will always have musical elements that determine how it sounds. In upcoming episodes, I will deconstruct different songs into their unique musical elements, analyzing them through the lens of their composers, musical genres, time periods, geographies, and more. I want to examine what makes a song sound the way it does, and why it makes us feel the way we do, and I want to expand on this and use this approach in as many areas as possible. For example, in some episodes I look at individual composers and artists and try to answer the question, what makes them unique? What is their signature style? Take a composer like J.S. Bach. He's an iconic composer of the Baroque era, and a lot of his music is instantly recognizable even today. I know it when I hear it, you would say, but listening to it, we aren't entirely sure what makes it so recognizable. But if we break down a couple of his pieces into their musical components, and find those unique characteristics that we see in all of Bach's pieces, for example, polyphonic texture or terrace dynamics, maybe we'll have a better chance at understanding what makes this piece a Bach. In some episodes, I will look at different periods of music. Music's evolution is a long and intricate story, and we will listen to some song highlights of each period. Using the same approach to deconstruct a piece into its musical components, we will try and understand what makes each of these periods different, and how the styles evolved. In the evolution of classical music, for example, certain techniques were strong for a long time before fading away. For example, polyphonic texture like I mentioned earlier, or the Alberti bass later on. This continues even in modern music. For example, jazz music is known for the timeless Carlos Santana lick, and the blues scale is instantly recognizable in any blues piece. In some cases, we will also identify how other events of the time, social, political, artistic, influenced the music of this period. In other episodes, I will explore different genres of music across the world, be it Western classical music, or Indian Hindustani classical music, Middle Eastern music, there's an incredible variety in the genres of music we see. They sound very different from each other, and each has its own signature sound. But what causes a genre of music to sound the way it does? How can one instantly recognize something to be Latin American music or Chinese music? 
I think that the key to this lies in understanding the components of the songs themselves. For example, the instruments used can have a big effect. You won't hear a tabla being used in Western classical music, nor would you hear a maraca being used in Chinese music. But they are defining instruments in Indian and Latino music respectively. It's not just the instruments either. The key signatures, the dynamics, the rhythms, all have their key little differences which truly define the genre. So many things, even outside of just musical characteristics, can define the way a genre sounds and why it sounds that way, the environment, what's happening in the society at that time, and so on. If we can understand the building blocks of a piece of music from a certain genre, we can get a better understanding of that genre overall, and what makes it unique. At times, we will look at a specific musical characteristic across different songs. For example, unusual key signatures, unique rhythmic patterns, or iconic bass lines over the years. In these cases, I will look at how a particular musical characteristic manifests in a particular song, and figure out how it influences the whole song. For example, take a song like Seven Nation Army by the White Stripes, which has possibly one of the most famous bass lines ever. That bass line defines the song, and it's something you'll hear frequently even now. Maybe you'll find yourself humming it randomly, or you'll hear it being sung at crowds in roaring sports stadiums. Approaching these characteristics in this way will not only help me understand the building blocks of the song, but also the importance of that musical characteristic. So there you have it. In every Music Breakdown podcast, we'll select a piece of music which represents a composer, era, or genre of music, and deconstruct it into the elements that make that composer, era, or genre unique, and define signature sound. I really hope that you enjoy playing with these musical building blocks in these episodes. Let me know about other topics I can explore, or songs that you'd like me to talk about, and so on. Until then, goodbye!